Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. God bless you for joining me for the concluding part of our series, Dare to Dream. On our previous broadcast, I spoke about two necessary stages of our dream. The first is the inhibition stage. And under that, we looked at things that seek to inhibit the dream from reaching its destination. One, suppression. Two, jealousy. Three, hatred. And four, death. As we see in the life of Joseph, who we have been using as a steady case of a dreamer. Today, the second stage that a dream must pass through, which we are going to be looking at, is the exhibition stage. This is the stage where everything works together for your good and my good. It might seem on the surface as not working, but I came to announce to you that what seemed not to be working concerning the dream is only divinely being orchestrated so that you will reach your final destination for the manifestation of the dream. Under the exhibition stage, there are also sub-stages. The first I call the wandering stage. Here you find yourself involved in things that may seem to have no direct bearing on the dream at all. And we see that in Joseph's life. In Genesis chapter 37 and verse 27 and 36. And I read, Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. Then verse 36 says, Meanwhile, the Midianites sold Joseph in Egypt to Potiphar, one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. We notice that Joseph had a dream in one particular location, but before long, he was sold to some Ishmaelites who further sold him in Egypt to Potiphar. This therefore tells us that the dream we have, our purpose for life, the vision we see, Wherever we have seen it does not mean that that is the location where it will be manifested. God himself is the one who would divinely direct us to where the location, the geographical location for the manifestation of that dream will be. As we see in the case of Joseph, he necessarily had to go to Egypt for the fulfillment of his dream. And it seems to me that this is something that God does much often with everyone he has given great vision and dreams to, to fulfill. Because he has said in Hosea chapter 2 and in verse 24, I will allure you to the desert where I will tenderly speak to your heart. God will take us to the desert to prepare the dream and prepare us for the dream. Paul the apostle when he saw the vision of Christ Jesus and was told his purpose to preach to the Gentiles 
had to first be taken to Damascus, a desert place, to be prepared for the dream. The apostles of Christ Jesus were thrown out of Jerusalem so that they would also fulfill the kingdom mandate. They were not allowed to stay at their comfort zone because comfort does not help the maturity of the dream. We also saw that when Saul the king, before he became king, he had to wander to go look for his father's lost donkeys. And today maybe you have a dream. That dream has pulled you, uprooted you from your comfort zone and you have become a wanderer. Albeit, God himself is the one who is directing you to move from the comfort zone to the place where he will lift you up and make your name great. It was the same with Abraham. When God called him in Genesis chapter 12, God said to him, leave your country, your people, your father's household and go to a land that I will show you. There is a place God wants to show you for the fulfillment of that dream. And that is why it will seem to you like you are wondering. The second thing that you go through to be exhibited or for the dream to be exhibited is work. I call that the work stage. That is a stage of service. Joseph, in Genesis chapter 39, when you read from verse 2, the Bible says he was serving in the household of Potiphar and was managing both the house and the field. In Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 4, the Bible says where there are no oxen, the manger is empty. But from the strength of an ox comes abundant harvest. When the strength God has given you now, when that ability you have right now, you put it to work. It will bring abundant harvest. So work and especially service, serving other people is so unfortunate that in Africa, mostly, and here in Ghana, people find it difficult to give away their service for free. Volunteerism is a difficult thing for us to do. But maybe you are holding your first degree and you are looking for a job somewhere and you are not finding that job. One good thing you can do is to knock on a company's door and say, I have come to offer free service. And that free service might not be sitting behind the computer and doing the accounting you studied. That free service might not be the managerial position you want. But that free service might be that you'll be reduced to clean the office of a manager, clean the office of the financial manager, clean the office of somebody that free service could be walking into people's homes and say, can I help you do some work in the house today? And I'm not asking you to pay me for it. Don't you think that as you render that service, if they need to take somebody on on the job, you might be the first person to consider. Especially when you do the service with such diligence and excellence and total loyalty. Work is very important. Elisha had to follow Elijah for him to receive a double portion because he had done service. David had to serve under King Saul 
for him to learn the ways of royalty so that when he took over the rulership of Israel, he became a great king because he knew how to save. I like the story of the centurion that was told in the gospels. When he went to Jesus, he said to Jesus, just speak the word for I myself, I am a man under authority. You need first of all to be under authority before you can also be in authority. So your service has a way of opening doors for you. The third stage of the exhibition stage is the web. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 39, and you read from verse 20 to 21, Potiphar's wife accused Joseph of having an affair with him. She told a lie of him. She harassed him. And Potiphar, who loved Joseph so much, now became jealous and angry with Joseph and therefore threw him to prison. I want you to understand when your dream lands you in prison, God has a purpose for it. It is necessary for God to go through fire for it to be purified. So also is it for you. The difference between gold dust and purified gold is because purified gold had gone through fire. So when you find yourself in a web, you have to come to that place where you are totally relied on the Lord for him himself to make the dream work. Joseph had tried to use all the skills. It's okay, it's good. He had tried to use his ability to save. He had tried to use the talent of interpretation of dreams but all that happened and yet those who he helped in the prison forgot him but god did not forget him it does not matter what prison you are in now everybody might have forgotten you i came to tell you god has not forgotten you it is only a little while and he will deliver you out of that web you are in when god takes you out of the web he will showcase you and that is the fourth stage which i call the worthy stage where you become worthy. Men will find your worth. Men will find the worth of that dream you have been sharing with them, which they never believed. And where you were rejected because of your dream, you will be accepted. This is the stage where people begin to buy into the dream. You don't need to call them and you don't need to say, I'm selling anything. But by that time, you have a fine character. You have become worthy. You are a person of integrity. You are a person of consistency. You can be trusted. This is the point where those who did not see what you saw and did not believe what you saw, what you have seen become visible to them because you have become God's showpiece. It is your ability to stick to what you said from the beginning that makes you useful. Just as the usefulness of the stamp is in its ability to stick on the envelope till it gets to its destination. Finally, from worthiness, you become wealthy. The dream you have seen is fruition is that you must become wealthy. And when I talk of being wealthy, it's not only in finances, but a holistic wealth. Wealthy in character. For the Bible says, for what shall it profit a man if he shall lose his own soul and gain the whole world? 
So you must be wealthy spiritually. You must be wealthy mentally. You must be wealthy socially. You must be wealthy in your resources, material resources, human resources. It is in this that God said concerning Abraham, I will bless you and you will be a blessing. So did God bless Joseph that he had an unprecedented transition from prison to prominence. And I see God bringing you to prominence. It does not matter where you are at now. You may be the CEO, but how about God wanting you to have many more companies under you? You may be a pastor of a large church, but how about God wanting you to mentor many more pastors, help many more churches, help many more needy people? It does not matter where you are. You may be a single person. You are 50. You are 55, 60. A woman, you are not married and you are giving up. I came to tell you, don't give up on the dream. God have greater things ahead of you. And it is still possible if you hold on to the dream. The dream you saw when you were 15 that you'll be married. Don't give up on it. At 70, I have seen a woman who was 65 years old, a medical doctor who had almost giving up but held back again to that hope and at 65 she got married you can have your dream realized maybe you are not giving birth i just heard a story of a 60 year old woman who gave birth to her first child maybe you have no job there are many stories of people who struggled but at the last hour Maybe you need to do an education. I just saw a 90-year-old woman who went back to secondary school. It is not too late. Don't give up on the dream. For God believes in you. There's greatness sitting inside of you. There's jewel in you. There's power in you. There is vision in you. Hope does not disappoint. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dream. For it shall come to pass. Though it tarries, wait for it. And God will help you. My friend, it is the Lord who will help you. If you do not know him, I want to give you the opportunity. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive my sins. And Father, I thank you for all our friends who tuned in today. They have heard your voice. May you bless them. Oh God, may you restore to them things that they have lost. May you restore to them hope. May you restore to them confidence. May you restore to them direction. And I thank you for the favor of heaven that rests upon them to comfort and to bless. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.